Hello and welcome to Called Bing Sports. Um, trying a new setup here, so let me know what you think about it. The Jazz got absolutely demolished tonight by the Miami Heat. And the final score was 111-105. Um, Jazz kind of flirted with a comeback there in the last few minutes of the game. But they really never had a shot. I mean, the closest the score ever really looked looked when you look at the box score is the end of the first quarter when the Jazz were down 27-24. But I mean, that was only fueled by 14 points um, that Jordan Clarkson was able to put up in the waning minutes of the quarter. And I mean, frankly, when the score was 19-7, to the Jazz just kind of showed what type of game it was going to be. They were going to struggle off- offensively and um, just really not look like themselves and look like they're just kind of out of it overall. And there's a lot that could be going into that. I'm not sure what um, is all going on with the team. There were the issue, um, issues earlier this week with the absolutely horrible death of the um, little girl in Salt Lake County. And I'm sure that that is messing with their emotions, um, rightfully so, as that issue is so much bigger than basketball and um, just definitely know that it hits close to home for a lot of those players. So that's probably part of it right now, but also the Jazz have just really been struggling since the trip to Florida last week. And it just kind of seems that everything went, has went, went wrong for them. And I feel like for the first eight games of the year, um, they were comfortable waiting for the three to fall and they were putting forth a lot of heart and they're still doing that but I think they're starting to possibly get a bit impatient with the three not falling and not being able to play to the level that they know they're capable of. And they're definitely frustrated um, whether it be with themselves personally or with the refs, as we've seen the last couple games, um, especially with all of the ejections in the Pacers game. Um, if you want to hear a bit more about Dale and my thoughts on that, we put out a video today that you can, um, find on all the platforms we put our stuff out on. It was really interesting discussion. But overall, I mean, the biggest takeaway is just that the three's not falling, and that's really messing with the Jazz. When you look at the team stats, you do see, I mean, Royce had a bit of an off night, one for five, but if he makes one more of those, he's at 40%, so that's okay. Um, Bojan came, came on fire in the fourth, um, six of 13. Good night for him. Um, go. Let's see. I am on free throws now. Oops. Um, Conley, two for five, so 40%. That's fine. Um, Donovan, three for 10. I mean, one off of 40% if he makes one more of those, four for 10. Um, but the issue is there you have two players who are one off and going under, and only one player who's over in um, Bogdanovich. Then Pascal, who's 0 for three. Don't really expect a lot from for him from the line. Um Ingles, who's one for four. So he's, again, one off. And then Clarkson, four for 13, who's one off of hitting 38%. So the Jazz are just all right beneath the line. And then you throw Eric Pascal in there, and that drops them down to being 17 of 53 on the night from three. Um, Just, they really need those shots to start falling. That's how they were able to dominate so many teams. And whether it's the physicality or the refs or just, them being off or not getting the amount of passes they need, they are off there. And I don't have a fix. Um, Obviously, Quinn Snyder is struggling with a fix or else this would have happened by here. And just wondering how much it is, is just the Jazz 
need to see a few games in a row where they're able to hit that 38, 40% mark. And I don't know when we're going to see it with some tough games coming up against Philadelphia and against Toronto this week. They do have another game next Saturday against the Magic, but we've seen that even then the Jazz still struggle. They are definitely um, a team that everyone wants to beat after how well they played last year. And I'm assuming defend, um, opposing coaches have got a lot more data on the Jazz and are able to better prepare for them. So this is a learning experience for Utah that after starting 7-1, and one, I didn't think we would have to see. But we're going to see it, and hopefully the Jazz are able to bounce back from this. And I think they need to fix more than just three-point shooting. Um, I don't know entirely what they need to fix, but something else is off. It's not just the three-point shooting. For the Jazz to be successful, they're going to have to fix that and be able to play better against the defenses teams are throwing at them so that they can have success in the playoffs. Since, frankly, I think that while Jazz fans would love a high seed to get some more home games, um, if the Jazz are 5, 6, or 7, but they're on fire going into the playoffs, that's going to mean a lot more that they finally are clicking rather than just kind of skating through the season, getting a top 4 or top 3 seed, and then still not having figured it out when they start playing the um, great talent that's in the West. And, frankly – all the series are going to be rough unless you're maybe able to sneak up to that one seed, which right now the Jazz are definitely not trending towards doing. Um, and speaking of the refing, Gobert, from my understanding of the rules, is flirting with a suspension. Um, once you get 16 technical foul points, um, you end up getting a one-game suspension throughout the season, and Gobert is currently leading the league with five so um, we're about a seventh of the way through the season, and he already has five, um, which means we'd expect him to get about two suspensions this year. I do think he'll tone it down and get, not end up getting two suspensions, but he could very well get one suspension, which is definitely a concern for um, Utah. And while one game without him won't be the end of the world, Gobert needs to frankly just keep his cool. Um and whether or not the tech tonight was a good one, he just needs to be careful. You, I don't think that the stat that Rudy Gobert wants to be leading the league in right now is technical fouls. So it's going to be something to keep our eye on. If um, Gobert ends up getting more of those, then he at one point, you know, is just probably going to have to serve a suspension. Five this, um, five this quick is pretty much, I almost feel like a guarantee, but maybe he'll be able to hold off and be able to make it to the end of the season without picking up 11 more. Um, passing. I know a lot of um, people have been talking about the Jazz's passing. And so I did pull up the NBA player passing stats to take a look at, which is definitely something I do think the Jazz need to work on. I think they do need to try to get some better catch and shoot opportunities from three, and then that will help their percentage. I do also believe that the defenses that teams are playing against the Jazz makes passing much less effective, which is why they're near the bottom of the league. I believe they're 28th in passing right now. But I do also um, want to make note that passing does not equate directly to wins. You have the Golden State Warriors averaging um, 317 passes with 11 wins. So they're doing great. They're near the top of the league. But then you have, And then the Brooklyn Nets averaging 273 um, as the second best team in the league. And then the Nuggets with 306. Um, And those are the top three records um, in the league right now. But if we sort by passes made, 
Um, the Detroit Pistons lead the league with 320 passes per game. So obviously that's not equating to wins for them as they are two and nine. Um, Golden State is second, like I said. Pacers are third. Um, but then you get down to the Pelicans, who are fifth right now, um, averaging just under 300 passes a game. And they're also sitting with a horrendous record at one in 12. So passing doesn't fix everything, but I do think it will help the Jazz's three-point percentage. Um, obviously, it's not just as simple as adding in more passes, or else I do feel like they would have fixed that by now. Quinn Snyder is a lot better um, basketball coach than I could ever be. He's one of the best in the game, and his basketball mind is significantly better than mine. So I'm interested to see how they're able to get those passing numbers back up and just to increase that three-point percentage, which I really think is what the Jazz need. I know I talked last week about how hopefully they would be able to improve um, being at home, but they've had three games at home and they did well against the Hawks, which is the only team they've shot the three well against this year. We'll see what happens um, this upcoming week. But like I said earlier, the 76ers and Raptors are going to be tough teams to play. They're not just give me wins with um, give me points. And it, it'll be interesting to see how the Jazz ba- bounce back and when they end this slide. So thank you again for watching. Um, please like, comment, subscribe wherever you're at and share the video. We are pushing hard to get out, um, get our videos out to as many jazz fans as possible. And again, we really appreciate you for helping us out with that. So thank you so much and go jazz.